0: overeating taking in too many calories has just as much of a likelihood of of ruining your race or at least dramatically impacting your race as not eating enough episode 643 of disruns radio is a quick tip episode today's quick tip fueling on race day Uh, Real quick before we dive into today's episode, just want to uh, take a minute and thank everybody that has uh, supported the show in in various ways. And one of the ways that that certainly helps out a lot um, is Patreon, which is a a platform that allows you to support the show financially, support the work that I'm doing, the courses I'm creating. Uh, Spoiler alert, the Little Things course is coming, the first part of 2019, but if you're a patron, you already have access to phase one. Uh, Phase one is is mostly complete, complete enough to, to allow... The, the patrons and, and also my, my athletes and the Coterie and in the one-to-one level of coaching, uh, they have access to it as well, getting some feedback from them. Uh, phase two will be complete by the end of the year. And so I'll be rolling out those two phases combined to the general public uh, in the early part of 2019 with phase three and phase four coming eventually. Um, but I definitely want to get the first two uh, phases, which will end up being, about, I think, about four four or five units done before we open it up. But if you're a patron of the show, which means that you, you buy me a cup of coffee every month, uh, you can you can get into it right now. And if you're, if you're a patron and you, you love it so much, you love what, what I'm doing so much that you want to increase your pledge, that's always an option as well, which Mr. Neil Sellers has done recently. So thank you, Neil, for, for bumping up the pledge a little bit. And if you need to bump it back, you're able to do that as well. It's all, it's all controlled by you, how much you give each month. If you need to, to stop supporting the show where you stop enjoying what i'm doing you know hopefully that's not the case uh but if you need to do that you can control that as well if the budget changes you got to pull back a little bit uh we've had people that have, have you know decreased their pledge or dropped off completely and that's okay you, nothing says you can't still continue to listen to the show at that point so uh patreon.com slash dizruns is the link there's some bonuses available there there's a few things that are going to be changing uh hopefully for the better hopefully uh, everybody uh, that's a patron will agree that the changes are coming for the better um although i haven't announced those just yet, so uh, surprise, y'all, there's going to be a couple of, of tweaks, a couple of things that I'm going to, you know, try to be giving to you even more value for your support, so um, I'll keep y'all abreast, and if you want to get in on the, the support via Patreon, patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Diz uh, you can buy me a cup of coffee each month, help keep the show going, growing, and uh, help bring some courses along as well, that hopefully can always stay free, you know, because, because of that kind of support. But anyway, today's topic du jour, talking about eating, talking about fuel on race day, which is one of those topics that I feel like we talk a lot about as far as what to eat. You know, do you like your gels? No, I don't, <laughs> but I know some of you do. I know some of you like that, uh, like those goos, that salted caramel, I think is a, is a fan favorite by a few folks. Um, but, but do you like, do you like the gels? Do you go with the chews or the beans or, you know, some type of real food option, a bar, a picky bar, a Lara bar, maybe a, an apple or maybe not so much an apple, but an orange slice, a banana, something like that. Do you, do you just go with the sports drinks, the tailwinds, the Gatorades, you know, those types of products there's always, I don't know if debate is quite the right word, but there seems to be a a running conversation related to the different types of of fuel that we tend to enjoy or that seem to work well for us or you know, the the question of, is there something that would work better? Should I eat something different? Whatever whatever that case might be. But one area that maybe doesn't get talked about as much as it should, since we talk so much about fuel and and how that, uh, you know, How much you know? How how important it is to fuel yourself on race day is the topic of how much is too much, and is there such a thing as too much? How much should we be eating on race day, and it's something that that. maybe I haven't done a good enough job to this point of discussing because I have a, a an athlete that I work with recently that, that ran a half marathon and, and her goal was was uh, to, to hopefully go under two hours which had been her first time I believe her PR was 206 207 something like that going into the race um, don't quote me on that if I if I got that one wrong but I think that was about the number and you know the the, the the a goal was under two hours the B goal was to PR you know the C goal was to just have a have a good race and finish finish well and enjoy enjoy the day. So, you know, after the race, we were talking about how she did, and she ended up, you know, somewhere in the 203, 204 range, so definitely a, a good solid PR, um, but didn't quite get, you know, the, that A goal of breaking two hours for the first time, and, and in the course of kind of debriefing and, and having a, the, you know, the, the little bit of back and forth, she, she mentioned that around mile 10, she started to feel nauseous, started to, to get that kind of upset, tummy GI distress feeling, um, which of course, you know, you get to that point when, when, when you know, in a half marathon, that's when you're starting to pick it up. That's when you're trying to, to make up a little bit of time and, and really finish strong. And when that happens, you start to feel a, a little queasy, a little, uh, not happy in the, in the tummy. Uh, most people aren't going to just be able to push right through that. It's going to impact your performance. You're going to probably slow down a little bit and who knows, but maybe that, that feeling of nauseousness cost her the, the, the chance to go under two hours or at least be closer to two hours than where she ended up. I'm speculating there, but, but that was part of the conversation was starting to feel nauseous. And she asked, I don't know, maybe I didn't eat enough because I started to to kind of fade and not feel so good towards the end. And she shared with me the things that she ate, the the amount of fluids that she took in, et cetera, et cetera. And I did a little bit of math on about how many calories that that she had took, you know, taken in. And it looks like she was somewhere in the neighborhood of 550 to 600 calories for her, her just over two hour half marathon. And that kind of triggered in me that that maybe, probably I'll say probably uh, her her issue if it was fuel related, not hundred percent certain it was, although I, I definitely think it probably was. But if her issue was fuel related on that day, I think it was more of a case of eating too much or taking in too much versus too little. Because you see, what our bodies when when they're when they're moving, when we're working hard, when we're running a race. Our bodies are really only able to take to, to actually break down and use about 200 calories per hour. That's that's science. You know, that's that's not me making something up. That's not me uh, coming up with some one size fits all. This is how many calories you can take in. This is this is science. This is this has been studied in physiology labs for for years and years and years. And yes, there's going to be some variance from one person to the next. Maybe it's 180 for you. Maybe it's 220 for you. But somewhere in that pretty close ballpark. 200 is a pretty good point that you, you don't really want to go across. Um, because if you're taking in more calories than your body can break down, eventually, if you continue to do that for too long or you take in too many calories too quickly and your body can only handle breaking down about 200 calories per hour, because let's not forget, we're running a race here. We're out there hammering it, trying to push it for 13.1 miles or 26.2 miles or 30K or 50K or whatever it is. You're out there, you're running. Most of your energy is going to your legs to, to propel you forward, to keep taking one foot in front of the other. And when that's the goal, your body doesn't want to divert a whole bunch of blood flow and energy to your stomach to try to break down some food and some fuel. So the, you know, the least amount of digestion that you can do, the better. Now, if you're taking in, you know, 150, 180 calories per hour, um, you know, for the most part, your body's not gonna revolt too much. Your body's gonna be able to to not suffer from a performance standpoint while also having to take on that additional demand of of breaking down fuel and, and, you know, hopefully continuing to fuel you for the duration of your race. But what if you go over that? What if you start taking in 250 or 300 calories an hour? Well, after the first hour, it's probably not that big of a deal but the longer you go, and the more that, that 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 balance gets thrown off, of you're taking in more calories than your body can use during during exercise, you've got this this thing growing in your stomach that your body can't handle. And basically, what what ends up happening is your body kind of goes, "Hey, we, we've got just too many calories going, you know, accumulating in the stomach. We have got too much food, too many, too much drink, whatever it is, too too much in the stomach for what we're trying to do." And so you start to get that nauseous feeling and then you either slow down so that the the physical demands, the energy demands of your body for your legs, for your race aren't as high so that your body can then divert more attention to breaking down the the food that's in your stomach or your body says, we got to get rid of some of this stuff. You get that nauseous feeling, but you keep hammering, you keep pushing because by God, you you trained hard and you're going to, you're going to reach this race day goal. And uh, you get a little uh, projectile vomit action going on. You, you, your stomach goes, all right, you want to keep going, that's fine. But we can't do all this work with all this stuff that's going on in your stomach right now. We got to get rid of some of that mess. And so, there you go. You're off by the side of the road, coughing and hacking and spitting some, some mess up. And then a lot of times, <laughs> from folks that have been down that road before, you actually feel halfway decent. You, know, you get a little water, rinse out the, the taste out of your mouth, and you're ready to go. Why? Because your body can now... Refocus all that effort, all that energy, all that 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 you know cellular activity to your legs to propelling you forward because it doesn't have to also be trying to digest a whole bunch of calories of goos and gels and gatorades and and chews and picky bars and whatever else that you've taken in over you know the course of your race to this point. So why why do I bring that up? Because again, we talk so much about. You need some fuel. You need some fuel. Make sure you make sure you're well fueled during your race. But I, I don't as often hear that conversation of, of is there an upper limit? Is there too much? We talk about not getting enough fuel and how that you you might end up bonking and really struggling towards the end of your race. So eat. So eat. Eat more. No, 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 no. Don't eat more. D- you got to eat the the right amount, which is you know, uh, like I said, about 200 calories. And the other thing that I want to mention here is that. You don't necessarily, depending on how long your race is, you don't necessarily need to eat anything at all because our bodies do a halfway decent job of, like you know, storing fuel and being able to access it when needed. That's kind of an evolutionary thing, something that we've been able to do since, since uh, we either walked out of the garden or came out of the trees, whatever your your beliefs happen to be. And again, looking at science, your body can store about somewhere between an hour and a half and two hours worth of, of fuel for moderate to high intensity aerobic exercise. So for, for race day performance, when you're really pushing yourself, your body can store in your muscles and muscle glycogen about enough energy, give or take, again, there's, there's a little window here, but, but, you know, according to science, which we have a tendency of, of wanting to believe, and, and I do buy into science, uh, we have, you know, somewhere in that neighborhood of, of 90 to 120 minutes worth of fuel, so if you're running a race that's going to be less than that you really don't need to fuel at all you really don't need to fuel at all because any fueling that you're going to do again your body is going to divert some energy to your stomach to your intestines to your, to your throat to the to the process of chewing and swallowing to all of those things that are, are, require energy and so your body has to either work has to work a little bit harder to make all those things happen while you continue to run so if you don't need to do that if you don't need to de- to begin the process of digestion during a race you're probably going to be better off now if your race ends up being you know if, if you're going to be a, a two and a half hour uh, half marathon or three hour do you need a little bit yeah maybe a little bit probably a little bit you know according to the science but it's not like as soon as you run out of of fuel at that 90 to 120 minute mark that you just you're you're done You know, your, your body is, is constantly breaking down fat and, and other, uh, you know, and, and sometimes muscle depending on, on, uh, you know, sometimes muscle tissue depending on, on, you know, your body and, and and what your body is used to, but it's constantly breaking down some things and, and using them for fuel as well. And especially if you're not running at, at like absolute, like max speed, you know, the, the slower you go, the more able your body is to convert fat into, into fuel, um, And so, so, you know, you may not need to, to, even though your your race is going to be two and a half hours or three hours, you may not need very many calories, you know, in in those types of situations, if you're, you know, in a two and a half to three hour ish, somewhere in that ballpark painting with a broad brush, but somewhere in that, in that vicinity half marathoner, you're probably good with just a a couple of of cups of Gatorade at the various water stops throughout the course. Now, if you want to have a gel, have a gel, if you want to have you know, a, a banana or an orange slice or some sport beans or whatever, you know, I'm not telling you you can't. What I'm telling you is that you probably don't need to. And you certainly don't need to over overdo it because overeating, taking in too many calories has just as much of a likelihood of, of ruining your race or at least dramatically impacting your race as not eating enough. So there's there's that happy middle ground that you, that you need to be able to find. How do you find that? the best bet is experiment trial and error play with play with the variables play with how much you're eating uh, when you're eating maybe try to do some runs fasted so instead of getting up and and having something to eat before a long run as you prepare for your race just get up and go for the run and see how that goes it may not be a very great run you may not enjoy that, that process but if you do that enough your body starts to be able to become more efficient at breaking down stored body fat for fuel as opposed to you know needing to rely on actual food fuel coming into your into your body uh and taking it from your stomach right to your muscles. So uh that's that's and that has been one of the uh little benefits that I've discovered about myself when it comes to being fat adapted. So, you know, I've talked a lot about my heart rate training. One of the things that, that actually the, the 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 thing that got that going was my desire to kind of play with the idea of the high fat low carb diet. And as I started to do more and more research, it kind of became pretty clear that those two need to go together. If you're going to go high fat, you have to slow down your training and allow your body to become more fat adapted. So uh, that's what I've done. You know, I've been, been pretty careful about not taking in very many carbs, a certain amount. I'm not like anti-carb completely, but you know, I haven't, I haven't been having nearly as many carbs uh, this year as I have in years past. And wasn't really exactly sure if that was, if that was working, what the payoffs were until I got into these races, these last, the last month and a half or so, um, you know, just real quick, just to, to give you a little bit of insight into how little I'm eating during the course of a marathon these days. Um, it, at seven bridges, you know, the, the, the race I just ran, I PR'd, I pr by, uh, you know, three and a half, almost four minutes. Um, Ran really strong, felt great. Never, never felt like I was fading. My legs were tired and fatigued, but as far as just from an energy production, bonking, anything like that, never an issue. And I maybe took in 150 calories during that race. It's four hours and and four minutes was my finishing time. Four hundred four thirty, I think, something like that. Um, never felt felt like I was fading at all. Now, if you look at this at the science that says that I can only store about one and a half to two hours worth of fuel for that race, that glycogen, um, you would argue that uh, something, something's not adding up there. What, why were you able to go strong without fading? And that's because I've become more fat adapted. So our bodies store you know, days worth of fuel in stored body fat. Even if you're rail you're skinny, no visible body fat, you have a whole bunch of fat cells inside your body, okay, that your body can, can draw on in times of need. And by becoming more fat adapted... I'm, I, you know, according to to the science and according to the the books that I've read and now according to my, my personal experience, I'm getting better at breaking down fat, body fat for fuel during a race, converting that to usable energy. And, and because of that, I don't need to fuel as much. So I had a little bit of tailwind. I had a, a piece of banana. I had a handful of potato chips because... You all know where I stand on potato chips on race day. Never say no, never say no, um, especially in an ultra. And you know, this was just a quote unquote, just a marathon. So maybe it wasn't quite as vital, but for those that ultra marathon, never say no to potato chip on race day, but you know, all in, I had a half a bottle of tailwind, a small piece of banana and I don't know, six potato chips or something like that. I grabbed a pinch uh, of, of chips out of the, uh, the, the container that, that they were, that the volunteers were giving out and that's it felt great, felt strong, no issues at all. Definitely didn't take in enough calories to continue to, to push me for an extra two hours over when my body should have run out of glycogen, but I don't need as much glycogen anymore. I don't need as much sugar. I guess I still have, a, I still have the glycogen. My body still creates it. It's still there in the muscles, but I'm burning more fat than I am burning sugar than I am burning glycogen. So the need to replenish isn't nearly as strong. So I can get away with just having just a little bit of tailwind towards the end of a race a little bit of a banana, something like that, that, that means now my body doesn't have to worry about digesting. I don't have to worry about taking in too many calories. Um, and it's definitely worked well for me. So just something, something to think about some of these, these, uh, you know, rules of thumb or the advice that you see about making sure you're eating enough on race day. Those are important especially if you're not into the, into fat adapted territory, which is fine. I'm not, I'm not here trying to just promote fat adaption and heart rate training, and all that thing. They've definitely worked for me. And if you're, you're curious for more information, I can talk more about that with you. So just let me know. But if you're, if you're eating kind of the more t- typical running diet, fueling with gels, fueling with chews, fueling with, with Gatorades and tailwinds and things like that, remember there is a point of taking in too much. Okay, and that can be just as, as detrimental to your race day performance as not taking in enough. So, if your race is, is going to be about two hours ish or less, you probably don't need anything, but you can have a little something, something if you want, but you definitely don't need to have a lot. And if it's beyond that, if you're really going into three hours, four hours, five hours, you know, six hours ultra marathon territory, whatever the case might be, you really don't, you know, you, you, your body pretty much can't take in more than about. 200 calories an hour. So you don't have to count your calories, you know, as you go, but have an idea of how many calories are in, you know, in the fuel that you're going to use and don't, don't go too far. You know, you got to find that middle ground and that happens through experimentation, trial and error in race day sometimes. And also in, in your training, if, if you have to learn something on race day, you know, it's not ideal, but make sure you learn those lessons once and don't keep repeating that, that same mistake over and over. So hopefully all that was helpful. Hopefully all that makes sense. Like I said, if you want to talk more about diet and nutrition and race nutrition, and especially if you want to talk about it in the in the lens of fat adapt, fat adaptation, I'm not the expert on that. I, I don't. I'm not claiming that I'm an expert, but I, I have my own experience. I have the, the the research that I've done, the 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 knowledge that I've gained, um, and I'm happy to talk about that with you as well. So let me know and let me know your thoughts on this episode. Have you had struggles with eating too much, eating not enough? What's what's your go-to products when it comes to race day fuel? Let me know on the Twitter and on the Instagram, at DizRuns on the email, disruns at gmail.com. And of course, you can head over to show notes for this episode. And as per most of the time usual when it comes to quick tips, um, I may have spent a little bit more time than I should have putting together all of the memes and the gifs and the things like that that are part of the, the blog post for this episode. So you can check that out, disruns.com slash 643. And with that, we'll go ahead and put a ball on this thing. Once again, if you want to support the show via Patreon, I'm not going to stop you. Uh, I would appreciate that. Buy me a cup of coffee each month. It certainly certainly helps. C- certainly helps keep the lights on, keeps the show going, keeps the show growing, and hopefully keeps bringing you more and more things that uh, I can give to you, Uh, in return for you giving back to me. So patreon.com slash Dizruns is a link to do that. And now, without any further ado, we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up. Hope you enjoyed this one. Let me know what your thoughts are. Uh, And until next time, please do well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you.